EHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calabaloo, you ask? Magic, from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been around my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people Names, who characters, are... places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events or locales or persons, living or dead, is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Bonnie. That, folks, obviously was my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Bonnie DeForest, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, and myself, Bree Harvey. Welcome to our town, welcome to Parlor City, where our friends come, come out to play. When neighbors don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. This week on KB Cabaret, we are pleased to present as our musical guest, Hey Mavis. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. Mornings are a special time for me. My rituals are simple. A good cup of coffee, soft classical music, and a little daily feature in our local newspaper called Advice with Granny Ada. Dear Granny Ada, I have never been more upset with my family than I am right now. It all started innocently. Yesterday, my parents announced that they are selling their home in upstate New York and moving to Florida. Everyone in the family thinks this is a good idea. Since I am living with my parents, naturally, I assumed that I would be moving with them. Well, Granny Ada, without batting an eye, my father said I could buy their house or he would help me find an apartment. My world as I know it is tumbling in around me. I have been a devoted son for all of these 52 years. I don't ask for much, just food on the table when I get home from work and cable TV. I've never given them any trouble, and I go to bed by 9.30, even on weekends. I even sort my clothes from the whites to colors, just to make it easier for Mom to do laundry. Why are my parents doing this to me? I just want things to remain as they are and live with them in Florida. Signed, Forced Eviction of a Devoted Son. Dear Evicted, how delightful. A 52-year-old baby getting his marching orders for the first time. Boo-hoo for you. Your parents have enabled you for over 30 years. I don't know if you pay rent or cable, but you certainly are getting catering and housekeeping services. Your parents are close to their twilight years, and it took them long enough to have finally come to their senses. Asking you to buy their home or to help you find a place means they love and want the best for you. Time to fly the coop, Sonny. There's a whole new life out there for you to discover. Thank you for writing, dear, and 
Have a nice day. Granny Ada. Gentlemen, Parlor City Chef Extraordinaire, Beulah Deschamps. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. How are you, Beulah? Oh, as, as well as can be expected, I guess. I cannot believe I trusted Stéphane Boulanger. What a fool I was trusting that man. Well, he seems trustworthy. Well, now my casino winnings along with my savings are gone. Is there anything that can be done? Well, I've contacted Interpol, but since he's of dual citizenship, it's tricky. It's a, a matter of jurisdiction. Oh, my. That louse Stefan is smart. He knew what he was doing from the start, allowing him to manage my money. Now I see how love can blind you from plain old intuition. Well, hindsight is... No, oh, twenty twenty. I know. Oh, well. <sighs> but I have found a wonderful program that will help me get through this crisis. Really? Yes, it's it's a codependency 12-step program. Oh, well, now, 12-step programs are good. I just have to learn not to be involved with men too fast and hard. I fall into relationships too easily and eventually become emotionally hurt. Well, they say the first step to recovery is admitting you are powerless over your particular addiction and that life is unmanageable. Yes, I heard that somewhere. So anyway, let's toast to a new way of life. You brought wine? Mm-hmm. Well, you can't toast with water. <laughs> That's bad luck. Um, well... Mm -hmm. One for you. And one for me. <laughs> That's a lot, don't you think? Well, I don't want to drink more than two glasses of wine a day. But you poured half of the bottle into your one Ooh, glass. There you go. One bottle equals two glasses. Seems to me you're choosing the wrong 12-step program. Oh, nonsense. Here's to dropping codependency. <laughs> Ooh. Mm, that hit the spot. Beulah... Why don't you slow down? Mm, I'm just thirsty for change, that's all. Oh, talk about change. Spring is all about hope and renewal, so I brought you this. Oh, how pretty. Food mm. with flowers? Edible flowers, dear. Flowers and eggs are signs of new life and hope. I call it my florets, egg salad, crostini. And goodness knows... We need some of that. <laughs> Beulah, uh, another bottle? Mm. Where, where did that come from? Magic quish. <laughs> like some? No, Beulah, and you should... Oh, shh. Oh, that's a good girl. Now the flowers should be organic. I like this pur purple chive flower because it has a mild oniony taste, <laughs> and the arugula flowers complement the flavor 
with a hint of bitter herbs. <laughs> uh, well, the purple flowers, yellow yolk, and chives do look lovely. Uh, Beulah? Beulah? Oh, dear. She seems to have passed, uh, fallen asleep. Uh, boys, could you help her home? I don't like where this is going. Well, folks, regardless of Beulah's state, this Flores et Crostantini does look delicious. Spring-like, fresh, beautiful. <laughs> I will post Beulah's recipe on her recipe bar. You can find this and all of her other amazing recipes exclusively on the KB Cabaret app. Just go to kbcabaret.com. That's K-B-K-A-B-A-R-E-T dot com. And download yours today. I'm John Montgomery, the cranky comedian. And you know what's causing me heartache and misery this week? It's memes. Yeah, that's right, memes. Those obnoxious pictures with their obnoxious sayings that are everywhere on social media these days. I hate them. You used to be able to go on to Facebook or Twitter or Instagram to find out what people were doing and thinking. Not anymore. Now all anyone's doing online is agreeing with what somebody else already said. It's groupthink. It's brainwashing on a massive scale. It's a crying shame. Go on out to social media right now. Here's what you'll find. So what if no one believes in your dream? You don't need them to. It's yours. My soul is old. My body's young. My mind slips in between. There are a lot of people in the world to mess with. I'm the one person you may want to skip. Isn't that sickening? And it never ends. How do we change the world? One random act of kindness at a time. I have a sick and twisted mind. Want to be my friend? Be kind to animals or I'll kill you. And if these lame memes aren't bad enough, after you see them, you have to endure what passes for quote-unquote comments from the peanut gallery. Another cesspool of unoriginal thought. Amen. Yipper. Couldn't agree with you more. Sheep! You're all sheep. Lambs going to the slaughter. Lemmings lined up to jump off the cliff. Where will it all end? Strength lies in differences, not in similarities. Chubby girls cuddle better. The universe mixed her with whiskey and honey. What? What does that even mean? Amen. Yipper. I couldn't agree with you more. Something needs to be done about this epidemic of stupid memes. We've become a nation of zombie-like, bobble-headed yes-creatures. I couldn't agree with you more. Shut up! I'm looking for just one person out there who has something unique to say. Someone with a mind of their own who can put together a sentence with a glimmer of creative thought in it. I want to hear a paranoid rant. A major crisis of faith. An hysterical emotional breakdown. Anyone? Is there anybody out there? I'm here. Oh, thank the Lord. There's hope for mankind after all. What's your name? Abigail. Abigail! What a distinctive name. And do you have an imaginative thought you'd like to share with us, Abigail? I think so. Someone who's actually thinking. Go on, Abigail. Give it to us. You could be the savior of the whole human race. You might be the last bastion of individuality on this sorry, imitative planet. I don't feel so good. Oh, glad to hear it. Don't stop there, Abigail. Tell us more. <clears throat> Nobody's ever been through what I've been through. 
Nobody ever appreciates what I do for them. It's the same thing day after day. My anxiety's through the roof. Looks like it'll be Xanax and Twizzlers for dinner again. Oh, woe is me. Bravo! Bravo! That was fantastic! It was eccentric, nonconformist, and free-spirited. I loved it! Maybe this will start a new trend. Her heart was a secret garden, and the walls were very high. Today is National Barbara Day. Share this with someone named Barbara. I'm not normal. I don't want to be. Don't pretend to be. Oh, stop! 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 You're making me crazy. No more memes. No more plagiarized rehash sludge. Abigail, are you still out there? Yes. Please give us another much-needed dose of innovation. Well... I've had a rather bad day today. Wonderful! You're off to a good start. Keep it going. Nobody's ever been through what I've been through. Nobody ever appreciates what I do for them. It's the same thing day after okay. day. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. That's enough for today. Abigail's a promising work in progress. We'll pursue this more tomorrow. In the meantime, this is John Montgomery, the cranky comedian. Reminding you to never let anyone do your thinking for you. Amen. Yep. I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> Hi, I'm Bree Harvey. Today's musical guests are Lori Marie Kaner and her husband, Eddie Kaner, from the amazing country band called Hey Mavis. Their band is from Ohio, and I had the pleasure of seeing them perform in Ithaca, New York. We had a great interview, and now you get the honor of not only hearing their music, but also you will get a little insight of how each song was inspired. We just let in with the beginning of the song called Honey Man from the same titled album. Lori explained to me that many people think that Honey Man sounds like a sensual title, <laughs> but in actuality it has, pardon the pun, a sweeter, more innocent story behind it. Lori's brother is a beekeeper, and his wife put away a little something every month and put the extra cash in the honey pot. So when his sister Lori and her husband Eddie began their band, Hey Mavis, he gave some of that money from the pot to start the band. So, hence, he is the honey man in more ways than one. Let's listen to this wonderful song. It's sweet nearly every day My baby likes it sticky in every way So I'm in deep, yes I'm in way over my head You know I owe my soul to that honey Avenue, though, Main Street's the best way I got to avoid the honeymoon. 
take my baby child to satisfy my debt for that, honey. family is to say the least clingy. I think there's a term for this type of relationship. It is called being enmeshed. Here's the definition. It's from H&L Goldberg, Family Therapy, an overview. Enmeshment is a concept introduced by Salvador Minutian, describing families where personal boundaries are diffused, subsystems undifferentiated, and overconcerned for others leads to a loss of autonomous development. In other words, my parents told me who they expected me to be, and I had no say in the matter. For instance, at the age of five, I was the fattest ballerina in the class. 
My graceful flower moves, welcoming the sun, look like a cute but hefty baby elephant trying to get up from a puddle of mud. My mother was embarrassed. What is wrong with you? All the other little girls are so graceful. You're a flower awakening. What you're doing looks like a rock pulled down by gravity. Well, it was obvious that by the time I was 12, I was not going to be a ballerina dancer or a concert pianist. Practicing Clementi Sonantinas was the equivalent to the Spanish Inquisition in my home. Yelling at Fortissimo and crying at Pianissimo were two of my biggest musical accomplishments. So when college came around, oh, it was time for me to bolt. Boston, five hours away from home, sounded like nirvana. Our state college is just as good, and you can live here at home, my mother cried. <laughs> and by some miracle, I don't know how, I convinced my parents that Boston was a better choice. I was free, free from piano lessons, ballerina dancing, peering eyes, and parents. No yelling, no I told you so's, and did I say no parents? But I underestimated them. There was the phone. They called me every three hours. So what are you doing? I'm studying, Mother. How was your day? Good. I'm studying. What are you doing later? Studying. On weekends, I devised a plan to say goodnight to my parents at 10 p.m. And then I went out to party at one of the dorms. They believed me for a while. One fateful night, when I came home from a party... The girls in my dorm were waiting up for me. Where were you? We're waiting up for you. It's three in the morning, the girl said. I was confused. It was a Saturday night. College life experience. Hello? They were all acting like my parents. Oh. Turns out my parents called all of their room phones in ten-minute increments, increasing their anxiety as time progressed. Call your mother, said one of the exhausted girls, schlepping back to bed. So, at 3.14 in the morning, I called. Where were you? At a party. You said good night at 10. I know. Good night to you does not mean good night to me, mother. You're a liar and a slut. You're coming home. No. Yes. No. This went on for another ten minutes. We cried, yelled, and cried some more. We hung up. I eventually had to move back. I could not stand up to their power over me. My backbone was weak. It took me thirty years to realize it was okay to be myself and not a projection. My therapist is my writing. My humor is my therapy. And, <laughs> boy, do I have stories to tell. We love our parents. We know we can't kill them. So that's why we write comedy. KB Cabaret presents The Dysfunctionals.
Hi, where are you? You were supposed to be at the softball game a half an hour ago. I'm at the hospital. What? With Ma. What, what happened? Well, we were just having lunch, and when we left the restaurant, she stepped off the curb, and she did something to her leg. She almost fell. So this nice lady and I put her in the car, and I drove Ma to the emergency room. Wow. Do they know what's going on yet? No, they, they just started testing. Should I call Stanley? No. I already called my dad. He's on the way. Do you need anything? No, I'm, I'm good. Okay, keep me posted. Will do. Bye. Bye. Oh, Ruth! Where are you? Out in the hallway, Mom, making phone calls. Dad's on his way. Good. I'm in so much pain. I know, Ma. Are Elizabeth and Howard coming? No, but they send their love. Oh, I always suspected they didn't love me. Of course they love you. No, they don't. If they would love me, they would drop everything and come to the hospital. Ma, Elizabeth has her softball tournament, and Howard's there watching the game. That's what you say, but I know the truth. Okay, ma'am, I'm just going to take a little blood before they take you to the MRI. Blood? It's my left leg that hurts. Why do you need blood? Uh, just a procedure, ma'am. I hate needles. I know, not many people do like needles. But I've done this a million times, and I promise this won't hurt. Ah, you're killing me! Ma, he hasn't even touched you yet. Well, it still hurts. You were such a baby. There you are, Mrs. Edelman. All done. I will be coming back around soon to take you to the MRI, Mrs. Edelman. See, Ma, that wasn't so bad. What the hell's going on here? Oh, Stanley, thank goodness you're here. They're torturing me. What did you do to your mother this time? Me? Are you serious? I didn't do anything to Mother. Stanley, I almost died coming out of the restaurant. I couldn't walk. Now these people in the hospital are going to kill me. The people here in the hospital are trying to find out what happened to your leg, Ma. They're trying to help you. Why don't you just shut your big mouth for once? Can't you see your mother's in pain? Only you would think of bringing her to the hospital. I can't believe you two. Okay, I'm back, Mrs. Edelman, to take you to the MRI lab. The what? Magnetic resonance imaging. Basically, we are taking radio wave pictures of Mrs. Edelman's injured left leg. No, Stanley. Don't let them take me. I don't want to die. Ma, they just want to see what's going on with your leg. Believe me, ma'am, you'll be fine. We haven't lost a patient yet. <laughs> you go with your mother, Alice. Of course. Alice, you tell this man, if they're going to press and prod my leg, I'm going to leave. I'll scream to make them stop. Do you hear me, Alice? I and the rest of the hospital heard you, Ma. You have a big mouth, Alice. Respect your mother. Okay. Okay. You'll be fine, Ma. Okay, Mrs. Edelman. Here we go. Off to take pictures of your leg with your boo-boo. Yeah, boo-boo for you, maybe. Just be careful of my boo-boo, or I'll sue this goddamn hospital. She has some fluid on the back of her knee. It's called a baker cyst. Apparently, arthritis can cause it. She needs to take it easy and should be better in a few weeks. In the meantime, they gave her a walk.
Yeah. Father's in there with her now. I'm out in the hall. They blame me for the baker's cyst. I know. I know. What else is new? After this, I'm getting a drink. Alice, where the heck are you? I have to go, Howard. See you soon. Right here, Dad. Ma, almost ready to go? What do you want me to do? Stay here? Do you know all the germs I can catch in this place? You are such an idiot. You know that, Alice? Fine. Fine. I'm the idiot. <sighs> Let's get you home, dear. Do you think, on the way, we could get out a movie or something? Maybe a mystery. Or, and could we maybe get some ice cream? I'm in so much pain, you know. All I need is a little love. Yes, baby Ruth. What? <laughs> Nothing, Ma. It will be my pleasure. You be good to your mother, Alice. Remember, we brought you into this earth, and we can take, take you out. out. Hey, Ma, do you think they serve alcohol at that ice cream stand? saga ends again for now but join us next time for the dysfunctionals hey mavis started back in 2008 the founders are eddie kaner and Lori kaner his wife they have ryan thomas on bass anthony tadeo on drums kevin johnson on upright electric bass and guitar when they started this band in 2008 eddie kaner was park director in ohio's national park and he and his wife lived in a little house in the woods, perfect for artistic inspiration. As a segue to this, which isn't the best segue, Lori came up with a song called Hello to Paris. The background inspiration to this song, Hello to Paris, was due to her friend going to Paris on a Fulbright scholarship. And it was exciting for her, and it was exciting for Lori, but she sort of felt a little jealousy, maybe, that her friend was going there. And she was driving back from the airport. She dropped her friend off. She was thinking to herself in the car, you know, why would she be jealous? She has a perfectly wonderful life in Ohio. This is exactly the place where she needs to be. She and her husband have three beautiful children. They're songwriters. They are becoming hits in Ohio on the country band circuit. So you know what? She says hello to Paris, but Ohio is her home. And it's a really cool song. Let's listen to Hello to Paris. Got your postcard the other day About your walk along the riverside Send my mind a spin in so many places I have never been. Do I sink or do I swim? So say hello.
broadcast to bring you a special report. A large construction project in the Midwest has disturbed a nest of giant ants and they seem to have overrun a small nearby town. We currently have no report of injuries or casualties, but we're... Oh, wait a minute, folks. I just got word that we're hearing from Melvin Squintmeyer, our roving freelance field correspondent. Hello, Melvin. Melvin? Hello, Melvin. Can you hear me? Yes, Chuck. I can hear you. Tell us, Melvin. What can you see? Absolutely nothing. Is it because you fear for your life and are hiding from the giant ants? Nope. I'm in one of those giant ants. That's amazing. How did you manage to climb on top of a giant ant? No, Chuck. I said I'm inside a giant ant. What do you mean, inside? I've been eaten by one of the giant ants. Eaten? How can that be possible? I don't know. It just happened. Are you okay? Yes, I'm okay. My God! What are you going to do? Wait until he poops me out, I guess. Wow, Melvin. I don't know what to say. Since this may be the last time anyone will ever hear from me, please tell the world that I went out in a blaze of glory doing what I love most in life. I will, Melvin. The world shall know of your bravery and dedication to get to the truth of a story at all costs. Hey, Chuck? Yes, Melvin? Will the network air one of those lifetime achievement segments with fade-ins 
and tender music like they did for Dan Rather when he died? Melvin, Dan Rather is still alive. Oh. Well, will they sing songs about me for generations to come? I'm not sure. I... Melvin? Where did you say you were? Inside the belly of a giant ant, Chuck. Are you sure? Stay with me, Chuck. This might be my final broadcast, and I don't want to keep repeating myself. Melvin? Yeah, Chuck? I'm looking at our building's exterior security camera, and I see you standing next to the dumpster out back. Uh, no, I'm not. Yes, you are. And I just saw you duck behind it. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. And I can still see the top of your head. Melvin? Chuck? You didn't get eaten by a giant ant, did you? I feel disoriented, Chuck. Uh, must be by sheer coincidence that he deuced me right outside our studio. But the giant ants were found an hour ago in the Midwest, and we're on the East Coast. How did it get here so fast? Uh, it's simple, Chuck. While I was in the belly of this giant ant, I googled the habits of these freakish creatures, and I learned that they have the ability to run long distances, especially just before they drop a steamer. Melvin... If I were you, Chuck, I'd call the National Guard, because we all know... Where there's one, there's bound to be more. Melvin, you do know that the other networks are also reporting on the giant ants, and we just received video showing these ants to be about twice the size of an average carpenter ant, not large enough to swallow a human being. Melvin? Melvin? Uh, I think I lost him. Somebody get security out to the dumpster, now! We'll be lucky not to have our broadcast license pulled for this. <clears throat> Folks, we sincerely apologize to our viewing audience for any inconvenience and promptly return you back to our regularly scheduled... The next song we are going to hear is called What I Did, off the same album title. It is written by Annie Kaner, and the words are written by Chuck Oberbach, who happens to be the father of Dan Oberbach, guitarist and vocalist of the blues band Black Keys. Lori chose to sing this song because it is written by a man in a woman's perspective, and the focus makes this song interesting. I believe she's right. Let's listen to the song called What I Did. Never wanted Cause I gave him Gave him damn near everything Still 
Thank you, gentlemen, for coming to read for the new exciting TV pilot made for DUM called Sexy Fierce, The Man on a Mission. We have to fill the role of the leading character, Burrell, who is Sexy Fierce. Man on a Mission. So, since our time is limited, we will ask you to read a line from the pilot with our actress, Judy. So, is this it? Well, our advertising budget is limited. To what? These guys look like they came from out of the shelter. We're down to a buck forty. <clears throat> well, okay, gents. Here's a script, one for each. Uh, you, you're holding the script upside down. Do you know how to read? Uh, I can improvise, man. Okay, here's a coupon for a free load at Larry's Laundromat on 3rd and Vine. You're dismissed. Doors in the back on the left. No, your other left. Thank you. Okay, we're down to three. Uh, no, down to two. Sir, this is a studio, not a bathroom. Take your business outside. Ugh, Cindy, some Lysol and rags. <sighs> okay, well, you two can read, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's the scene. Girlfriend Judy finds a dead body under the sink behind the trash can. Burrell, sexy fierce. Man on a mission. Is eating a chocolate chip cookie. He's unemployed by day and a double agent who's sexy fierce. A man on a mission. By night. Got it? Yeah. Sure. Okay. You, man with the wife beater shirt. Your name? Sid. Your last name, Sid? Uh, I don't know. Just go by Smith. Okay. Sid Smith. Got it? Good. Now, Marge, you and I will take notes, you in the pink notebook, and I'll write in the blue one. One, reading Burrell, Sexy Fierce with Sid. Man on a mission. Take one. Well, that's strange. The trash can is sticking out from the cassette, cassinette. Cabinet. Cabinet! Oh, 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 right, right. Cabinet. Well, that's strange. The trash can is sticking out from the cabinet. I'm trying to close the cabinet. Ugh. Ugh. Nope. Not working. I guess I'll have to remove the trash can. <gasps> A dead body. So he's the one stinking up the kitchen. I thought it was the garbage. That's your line, Sid. You have a line, Sid. Put down the cookie. That's his fourth one. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, it is Boris the Butcher. Looks like he's been dead for three and a half hours, give or take a second. Oh, Borel, you're so sexy. What? what? What did you say? I can't hear you. Were you talking? Uh-huh. You still have a cookie in your mouth. Do-over? Uh, no. No. Thank you. We have your number. Uh, can I take another? Get out. I can't believe the nerve. Here's some water. You, tattoo man. Yeah. Your turn, fella. Your name? Borel. Sexy Fierce. No. Your real name. That is my real name, beautiful. Oh. <laughs>
Okay, okay. Cute gag. This is no gag, sir. I am Burrell, sexy, fierce, man on a mission. It is an honor to finally meet the man who created my persona. What? When you put pen to paper, I came into existence. You are my creator. But you don't look at all like Burrell, sexy, fierce. Man on a mission. You're short, overweight, and bald. That is what you see. In reality, I am tall, muscular, and have thick raven hair. No. No, like my boss said, you're a tiny, fat, bald dude. Whatever. Try me out, my friends. No one but I can be Burrell, sexy, fierce man on a mission. So, what do you say? Shall we get that Boris guy out from the trash? And now, for the award for best new show of the year. D.U.M. Network's Morel, Sexy Fierce, Man on a Mission. Thank you so much. I'd like to thank my mother, father, nephews, nieces, and my dog Avery for staying up with me every night while I was writing the show. My stylist Wiggins making me look good every day. Well, you did it, Burrell. No, beautiful. We did it. It was destiny. Oh, Burrell, you're so sexy fierce. I'm the man with the mission. The final song we're going to be hearing today in our show is called Yes, the Gypsy, written by Lori Kaner in Hey Mavis. Originally, Lori and her family are from Michigan. She and her brother stumbled across an article in their historic museum about this Michigan millionaire called Eddie Aber Brock Ward and his beautiful daughter Clara Ward. She was raised in luxury and became married to a European prince that had two children. Dining in a fine restaurant one evening in France, Clara and her husband listened to a gypsy violinist called Rigo Yonchi. One thing led to another because Clara, the millionaire's daughter and now princess, ran away with this gypsy violinist, had a tumultuous love affair, and ended up divorcing the prince to marry Rigo Yonchi the gypsy. You can't make this stuff up. This blew Lori away, and she decided to write it into a song. Before we lead out with the song, I want to remind you that Hey Mavis and all of our other amazing bands are linked to our musicians page on our KB Cabaret website. Just go to kbcabaret.com. That's K-B-K-A-B-A-R-E-T dot com. And now, Yes, the Gypsy by Hey Mavis. This is Bree Harvey. We'll see you on the radio. I was born with a restless heart, scandal and riches from the start. No prince, no king could cool my fire down. When I heard your violin play, something stirred. But what could I say, gypsy man? Please won't you kiss my tiny hand? I'd like to forget all that troubles me Royalty, they fall in my feet But they are of no interest to me I long for danger and a reckless love Regal, steal me from misery 
on the Nile for you Black horses and a casket of jewels I give you the world To forget what I leave behind My heart like a volcano Takes a fire with every note We wear our passion Like tattoos on our hearts Your love soothes the pain of a like to thank all of our guests for being on KB Cabaret. I'm always awed with the amazing talent out there. Thank you to my hardworking crew, co-workers, and actors John Kerry, John Montgomery, actors Junie McMahon, and Bonnie DeForest. My amazing sound engineer and actor, newlywed, Charles Berman. His assistant, Valentine Monfuega. My music engineer, David Rice of Basement Studios, who <laughs> makes me sound better than I am. And a special shout-out to Christina Dilnella, who plays one mean piano and now works in musical theater in New York City. Of course, a special thank you to you, dear KB Cabaret audience, for stopping by and listening to our show. We certainly couldn't do this without you. If any of you have a hankering to write or sing for our show, contact me. Bree Harvey through the show submission page. Let me see what you've got. And sponsors, you want your name heard by over 150,000 listening audience members all over the country and as far as Australia? <laughs> Hello, mates. Then KB Cabaret is the place to be. Just give me a shout out on kbcabaret.com. That's kbkabaret.com. I'm Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of KB Cabaret. See you next week on the radio. Thank you for coming, coming to stay a while. Thank you for coming to spend some time. We love to have you and share our parlor city. Come back again now to KB Cabaret. <laughs>